Greetings and welcome back to TanakhStudy.com, the, Tanakh, the podcast program in which we study a chapter of Tanakh in each podcast. My name is Yitzhak Et Shalom, and it's my honor to be studying Sefer Eov with you. We are now at Perak Yod Gimel, the middle of the three parkim of Eov's response to the first cycle of presentations by his quote-unquote friends, and specifically to Tzofar's. And uh, in the first chapter, in chapter 12, which we did in the previous podcast, uh, Eov's basic presentation was that the friends have brought him no new information, stuff that everybody knows, and then his challenge to God, as it were. And he continues, I've seen all of this with my eyes. My ears have heard it, and I understand it. What you know, I also know. I'm no lower than you. I get the same stuff. I'm going to speak to God. And watch what he accuses them of doing in this parak. I'm going to speak, and I'm going to rebuke. I'm going to challenge. I'm going to sue, as it were, God himself. That's what echpatz, my desire. You are people who present lies. You are like false doctors. You come with advice and ideas that's supposed to heal, and they don't heal at all. You came to be, to comfort me, and you haven't done that at all. Would that it were that you would be silent. That would be your greatest wisdom. And this is in opposition to what he said earlier, uh, that when you die, wisdom will die. You know, the best wisdom would be for you to be quiet. Hear my rebuke now. And listen to my, the challenges of my, and the accusations of my lips to you. Are you going to speak sinfully to God? And speak tri- in trickery and in deceit to God? That's what he's saying that they have been doing in their in their presentations. Hafanav tisaun, are you going to uh, receive his his presence? Imlael tirivun, you're going to challenge him. You're not doing any of that. Hatov ki achkoratchem, it would be good if he were to actually check into you. Him katel beenosh tateluvo. Because you are treating him like we treat a man playing games. He would indeed rebuke you. If you could actually bear him in private. Actually bearing his presence would scare you. His fear would fall on you. Is accusing them of speaking words that aren't real and of not really addressing God and talking about God, but not in ways that God Himself approves of. Zichronechem Mishle Efer. The things that you bring up, your memories, because remember that uh, uh, Bildad relied himself on ancient parables. They are parables of dust, of ashes. They're like piles of dirt. Be silent against me and I'll speak. Whatever will happen will happen. And this could be read several ways. Why should I bear my flesh in my teeth? 
had to put my soul in my hands, which may mean that I'm I'm my what I'm going to do here is to actually risk my life in in facing God. We'll read it that way. We'll come back to it in a minute. And it's a very interesting creative. We'll come back to that in one second. Which would mean, even if he kills me, I will still pray to him. Maybe. But I will, I will take my ways and I will challenge him directly to his face. So this means several things. With the Cree, which is low, Lamedvav. Even if he's killing me, I will still pray to him or I will still look to him. Which means even as he's extinguishing my life, I'm going to still look at him and I'm going to still challenge him. The other possibility is as the ktiv, which means when he kills me, I will no longer look at him. Um, and that's the famous discussion in the Mishnah Sotai in the Perak, uh, in the Kishem, uh, Kishem Shasur al-Abal, Kachasur al-Boel, um, the, the fifth parak in, uh, in Sotah. Uh, but this entire piece, could be, again, him saying that he's about to risk his life and go up against God, or to say, what am I doing this for? Why would I do this? But the first thing is he preferred. That itself will be the salvation. Because chanef, which in Tanakh means wickedness, will not come before him. And he's accusing these fellows of being wicked. No, I will come to him with truth and with righteousness. And he will, he will listen to me. Shimu shamoa milati. And now he turns to them and says, hear my word. My expression in your ears. mishpat. I presented a case. I know that I'm right. Who could challenge me? If someone would challenge me, I'd be silent and die right now. I'd pack it in. But nobody can. He's saying to them, there's two things I don't want you to do. This is to God. Two things I'm asking you to do, and then I will not hide from your face. I will stay here and I'll challenge you, he says to God. And he's saying this, of course, to the friends so they can hear it. First of all, kapcha me alai harchak. Take your hand away from me, meaning stop afflicting me. And the second, ve'ematcha al tani, and don't let your awe frighten me. And this is something that he has come back to numerous times, where he says being in the presence of God is so frightening that a man forgets his words and forgets his claims. And so when he's away from God, he's anger, he's angry, and he's clear on what his claims are. He comes before God and he gets all confused. He's asking him to leave him alone physically and to leave the fear away. Ukra you call to me, God, and I'll answer. O adaber I'll speak and you answer me. Kamali avonot v'chataot. So how many sins do I have? Pishiv v'chatati odieni. Tell me all my sins and all my rebellions. Lama fanechatastir. Why hide from me? V'tach shiveni lo'oyevlach and consider me to be your enemy. In other words, if you treat me like your friend, then even if I've sinned against you and you're hurting me, you'll face me. But by leaving me and turning your face away from me, you're treating me like an enemy. Parenthetically, there are many who consider this word, lo'oyev, to be the key word that 
drives the main up name, if it's indeed Mashal, of the protagonist of the story, Eov, Eov being Oyev. Ha'aleni daf ta'arotz, and this reminds of, Davi, of David's words to Shaul, chasing a, uh, a bug, you're chasing a partridge. Ha'aleni daf ta'arotz, are you, are you coming after and are you afraid of a, a driven leaf? That kashya veshtirdov, and you're chasing after dry straw? I'm a nothing. And this is another trope that Eov has used several times. The fact that God, with all of his power, who stands over the seas, etc., is coming after the little me. You decree and you write as a, as a decree against me these bitter things, and you bequeath me or you inherit to me the sins of my youth. In other words, anything that I've ever done, you keep at me and you, and you hold me to it. You put my feet into the stocks. And you keep my paths, you watch them, or you keep me from going. It's like you've written on my feet. In the meantime, I'm like something which is rotten and erodes, like a garment that's been eaten by a moth and is gone. I'm a nothing, and you put all of this attention on me. So several of Eov's claims against God, both that God has been harsh to him, and that God has been unfair to him, and that God has turned away from him and won't listen to him, and that God has been overly scrupulous in holding on to his sins, repeat here, and then we will hear in the next parak the end of this presentation of Eov in Parak Yudal. In the meantime, we should have a wonderful day.